Welcome to another edition of From the Front Lines, where we discuss both the day-to-day and one-of-a-kind issues facing real estate managers. Our topic today is prop tech and the continued digital transformation of the industry. I'm here with Ash Sandy and Dave Garland of Second Century Ventures. Dave Garland is also the managing partner of NAR Reach. Welcome to both of you. Let's talk about the technology we've seen blossom over the last year. What have you seen really come to light during the 2020 pandemic? Thank you very much. It's uh, great to be here. I'd say that there's a lot of technology that uh, in general has really come to light more so due to COVID than, than, uh, than anticipated originally. I think that you see some broad trends across most industries and most geographies having to deal with everything from contact contactless payment structures to remote work environments that are powered by uh, technologies. Uh, Zoom, for instance, I think that you see some uh, technologies in distance learning, uh, online entertainment, supply chain optimization, telehealth, et cetera. And th- those tend to be the, uh, uh, the the big macro technologies that have really come to bear just based on the circumstances that we've seen in 2020. Yeah, I echo the same. Um, I think uh, visual is yet to kind of hone it down. I think for me, visualization technology um, didn't bloom in 2020. It boomed in 2020. You know, over the past five years, over a billion dollars has been invested across like 200 or so companies. And while the technology has been prevalent in residential um, for many years, and uh, most recently in commercial with VTS, uh, which originally ushered in the technology before pivoting to a lease uh, slash property management model, the adoption has always been limited as the technology has conventionally been viewed as a nice to have. However, with that said, uh, in 2020, uh, visualization technology became a need to have for the entire real estate industry. So from single family residential to, uh, to commercial office and to multifamily and logistics, uh, some of the largest landlords, managers, and brokerages uh, are championing the technology um, to really drive efficiency, um, especially um, when it comes to leasing. Can you expand a little bit on that, Ash? What are you seeing in the leasing space right now? The, the pandemic really kind of drove the adoption of tech because we're all working remotely. And, you know, personally speaking, you know, um, like today I, I lease an apartment without actually having to see the apartment, um, like physically. And uh, visualization, you know, technology like visualization tools, um, uh, like virtual APT, Matterport, VTS, and others, you know, they've, they've, drive, they've provided efficiency, not only to the renter, um, uh, that's kind of driven the demand for, for that, um, uh, but also the owner operator and the leasing representative f- for that property. So again, you know, time on market is probably the worst thing for a manager and a leasing professional or a real estate professional. So anything that kind of will enhance that has really, you know, ushered in a, you know, the, the new era of, uh, of transactional real estate. And Dave, in terms of overall trends, what are you seeing? You know, broadly speaking, I see that there's there's been three big trends that have impacted the property technology market. And along those lines that, you know, Ashkan was just mentioning, you know, this, this idea of the touchless virtual world has really been the marquee trend that has been pushed to the forefront probably much more so than originally anticipated 
And when you look at the idea of a touchless virtual world, what does that entail? It entails everything from remote keyless entry systems to the virtual showings to just general digital services. And you know, while digital services and amenities were really already considered table stakes pre-pandemic, we've seen a surge in electronic payments, for instance, or online maintenance requests, or the need for online applications uh, during 2020. And initially, they, you know, th th these may have been short-term solutions to meet social distancing requirements, but those, those trends are really here to stay in this touchless world. And uh, there's been a, also a complete reevaluation of the role that the physical leasing office plays in general. And it's been completely changed and uh, replaced by this online service uh, for that's that gonna be you know, here to stay in the future. Why? Because it's more efficient. And we're seeing that with a lot of our portfolio companies at Second Century Ventures. Uh, many of our portfolio companies that help underpin these services have really thrived. And names that you would recognize like Notarize, which provides remote online notarization available 24 seven. Uh, DocuSign, which has had a, a banner year because digital signatures have needed to, <laughs> have, have been needed and called upon to replace in-person signatures. Uh, organizations like BombBomb are really rehumanizing communication across traditional online channels like email or text and providing that video component, the same type of video component that we experience in Zoom technologies. And then uh, virtual showings obviously have been, have, have really come to a level of maturity that I don't think a lot of people expected uh, to, to happen in, in, in 2020. So that's, I think that the most important trend has been that touchless virtual world. The other two sort of sub trends that continue to have an impact on multiple segments within the uh, commercial real estate as well as the residential space are really this rise of, of, of the nomad culture. And you know, it's, you know, other than that, you have the continuation of the adoption of big data uh, as it comes to bear on better decisioning and providing better transparency to buttress the relationship between you know, consumer and operator or property manager and owner etc. And those are driving some very interesting marketplaces and marketplace activity that, again, were really unanticipated in, in 2020 that were truly driven by, by the COVID pandemic. So continuing in that vein, Dave, what do you see as some emerging technologies for 2021? So I think that there's going to be some broad trends that are going to be driven by the macro market demands. Uh, for instance, the low interest rate environment is, is really here to stay, but what's the effect of that? It's, it's a higher access to, to capital, uh, greater access for smaller market players with higher risk tolerances, and uh, an increasing amounts of, of new operators entering the market in order to provide relief for a, for a falling dollar. And that's going to drive a lot of broad activity. But I, but I think that the, that the biggest driver of, of all activity as it pertains to the property management space is this idea of the relationship, now, which is really nothing new. Um, managers like real estate salespeople have a key priority, and that is to manage the business relationship. So 
really the the events of 2020 have, have tested those relationships as commercial and retail tenants have have struggled to pay their rent, for instance. Um, and they've had to negotiate with landlords for lease concessions or or rent deferments or abatements. So technologies that foster stronger relationships between the owner and the manager or the manager and the tenant will be where the most innovation is applied in the industry in, in 2021. And then subsequent to that, I think what you're going to have is the continuation of of growing tenant demands or diversified tenant demands that will change behaviors uh, from an entrepreneurial standpoint because you know, the entrepreneurs tend to try to meet the demands of certain aspects of the industry. So I think there'll, there'll be growing demands for, for amenities uh, and access to amenities as a, as a differentiator will be put front and center for, uh, for asset managers and property managers alike. And these amenities associated with attracting people back to an office environment will be uh, very important. A lot of those will, will uh, largely fall within the, uh, the health and safety realm and uh, will, be, will be front and center. But uh, really keeping tenants and residents engaged and aware of everything from you know, regular cleaning protocols to visitor management practices and other maintenance updates were gonna be driven by communication technology that's more transparent, that's, that's, that's efficient, and that can be operated by any staff member within a management office. And in order to uh, take into consideration this new style of communicating uh, these amenities with tenants, uh, it's going to require a lot of agility. Uh, so, so really, I think the biggest uh, trend for 2021 will be the actual application of this tech that really already exists, but uh, will require an agile mindset by owners and operators alike in order to institute these things. So it's it's I don't think that you're going to see you know profound new technological innovations so much as you'll see the actual application of existing innovations in a much higher velocity than we've seen to date. I agree. Yeah, I agree with uh, everything Dave is saying. Um, if 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 Q3 and Q4 are, are any signs of, uh, or any, any indication of what's to come, um, digital leasing, digital sales, anything that, that, um, that accompanies and accelerates the digital transaction process from notarization to sales, leasing, what have you, will become the new normal in 2021. And, and honestly, throughout the decade and the, and the adoption of those types of technologies, again, you know, the... The biggest hurdle for a lot of these prop tech companies has always been uh, penetrating the uh, the institutional large family office market, especially when it comes to mixed use, multifamily, and commercial office. Um, and and uh, the reason being, they were typically viewed as nice to haves. And with with the with COVID and with uh, the the digital transformation full swing, you're starting to see the adoption of technologies like that. And uh, and technology investors also, you know, notice that and, and, and invest in those types of technologies that are those kind of breakthrough technologies. Um, uh, so again, I think the technology, I think technology has made sales, leasing, and transactional real estate professionals extremely productive. And so those types of technologies that support that kind of behavior and the, those kind of practices within the real estate uh, and sorry, inside the real estate realm, I think are going to be the ones that you know uh, set the trend for 2021. 
And Ash, I'll, I'll kind of combine these two questions. What, what current technology and then some of this technology we talked about that we hope to see more adoption of into the future, do you think would be of most interest to real estate managers, property managers, asset managers, um, both currently and then what's kind of coming down the line? Yeah, I think big picture, I think uh, energy, clean tech and alternative sustainability needs to be top of mind, uh, top of mind strategy for managers. To put this into context, over the past five years, approximately $80 billion has been invested in, into clean tech companies. And the leading factors uh, fueling the push toward clean and green are corporate uh, social responsibility, cost and consumer demand, and others. And in the built environment, properties are being upgraded and updated with energy efficient HVAC systems, LED lighting, Energy Star appliances, and energy efficient IoT devices, and others. Uh, and additionally, I think uh, energy, clean, alternative sustainability is, is an opportunity for managers to better represent their owner investor clients across institutional, office, multifamily, and other asset categories in, in real estate. It also provides them an opportunity for them ultimately to really turn this turn energy, um, an alternative source of energy uh, from a cost center to a profit center while reducing their carbon footprint and better managing their assets. Uh, so that's from like current technology. And there's a lot of great examples of technology out there that, that's doing that. Um, I think down the line in the future, um, I'm a huge fan and I've been, uh, I'm equipped for saying this uh, multiple times. So if you're a real estate manager that wants to anticipate consumer demand and, and future needs uh, to be ahead of the market, uh, digital twin technology is going to be the platform for you. The, it's a high barrier to entry market. Um, there are only a handful of players doing it and the adoption rate is through the roof when it comes to institutional owner operators and developers. Uh, certainly running and managing buildings is just the beginning, uh, but getting real time and actionable data uh, and information on your building's performance, future performance, tenant demand and operations will help ultimately optimize uh, their buildings uh, while improving tenant experience. And Dave, what do you think property managers are going to be seeking into the future? Yeah, I'd, I'd say there's two broad categories uh, for considering new technology. And one is the category of what property managers or the best property managers are instituting today to, to achieve uh, virtually two things that every owner is interested in achieving in the market. And that's you know, a higher yield, right? And you, you get higher yield either by reducing costs uh, or enhancing the ability to, to drive more revenue. And I think that the technologies that really speak to those practices are oftentimes what get the most attention uh, by owners. And those owners are are oftentimes the key decision makers uh, driving down uh, behavior to, to the asset manager or to, to the property manager. So when you look at the batch of technology that's supportive to that narrative of how do we generate higher yield for my asset, uh, you, you look at technologies like back office technologies that really speak to uh, drive efficiencies or operational efficiencies. And, and in the back office environment, there's a couple of different ways to look at the solutions that are in the ecosystem right now. You, you either have the fully integrated operations, which are really systems that provide hands-on 
uh, on-demand service marketplaces for, for everything from multifamily to single family to office portfolios. Um, and, and these fully integrated operations oftentimes layer everything from listing management to connected marketplaces of service partners and uh, to, to everything from tenant loyalty programs, for instance. And there's some, some good examples of companies that are doing a phenomenal job of providing uh, this full stack of operations uh, to property managers and asset managers. Companies like Lee Sarah, for instance, uh, is, is doing a, a bang up job with that. Uh, Delius, uh, which does a lot of brokerage management for uh, for owners and brokers, you know, helping them to to manage their their contacts, their transaction pipeline, and integrating that with the uh, on demand uh, requirements from uh, from tenants. And then there's the other side of the back office environment, which is more the the the, the lease management structure. And I, I think that there's some really cool um, efficiencies that are being achieved by by technologies that are providing portfolio decision-making activities for the benefit uh, of the owner. And, and these decision-making capabilities are also layered in with uh, uh, risk management uh, structures to, you know, to, to, to really meet some of the growing uh, accounting standards or, or regulatory standards that are being bestowed in certain uh, geographic areas around the country. And uh, a good example of a company that's doing a bang up job there is a company uh, called Occupier, which is a, a software platform that, that, that powers more accurate real estate decision making by really centralizing broker deal management and lease accounting and, and lease portfolio management. So the back office system is a great way to, to look at reducing costs. Um, and, and looking at the other side uh, of the cash flow statement, you've got some 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 ways to either gain uh, consumer or tenant eyeballs or provide differentiation of, of services. And, and Ashkan mentioned a couple uh, through uh, the the idea of intelligent buildings, which provides a new layer of. Uh, the ability to, to regulate everything from heat to temperature and moisture um, that's, that's, that's going to be a much, of much higher demand, I'd say, more in this ecosystem than ever before. And then things that are, uh, are going to allow for a more efficient transaction, everything from the keyless entry and online card payment systems that, uh, that we've mentioned previous. Um, but then I also think that there's some, some innovations in security uh, that's are are going to be important for uh, for tenants. Um, you know, automated security systems are really going to help landlords and managers better protect a lot of the, the both the systems as well as the amenities uh, of a building. And uh, the fact that uh, the the property is protected uh, as a benefit really speaks for itself, increasing you know demand among. Uh, renters who value security. So uh, there, there's there's both systems that can be deployed uh, on the owner operator side, as well as systems that can be deployed on the tenant side. For instance, in the uh, residential space, there's a lot of low cost security systems coming to the market that have never been offered uh, or available uh, to, to tenants um, uh, before. Uh, organizations like Kangaroo uh, provide you know, affordable, easy to use, do it yourself smart home and smart business security solutions that can monitor that you can monitor everything from your from your mobile device and these are really really inexpensive uh devices and uh, it's 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 pretty fascinating 
how they're being deployed both across you know, the, the single family uh, occupied industry as well as the, uh, the managed and tenant industry. And I think that those technologies are really at the forefront of what, what managers are, are trying to leverage today to either uh, in, in increase revenue or, or decrease the expense of operation. Wow, it's really neat to hear about some of this technology and how the pandemic has really accelerated the development and adoption of it. Thank you both, Ash Zandi and Dave Garland, for being here. Thank you for having us on. Uh, we're really huge fans of IRAM and everything you guys are doing and uh, being leaders in the space and, and really providing value to your members and, 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 uh, and your community. It's been a pleasure to be on uh, your podcast. Thank you for having us. And I want to I want to echo uh, Ashkan's sentiments. Uh, we're really proud to have Iram as a affiliate of the National Association of Realtors, and it's very impressive to see what uh, Iram's been doing recently uh, with other associations to come together and really share resources uh, to to navigate key legislative, operational, and economic issues um, on behalf of, of of the tenants in in this time of this time of need. And uh, it's great to have you as a partner and really appreciate you allowing us on the podcast today. Thank you both so much for your time. Visit irom.org for more knowledge to take on real estate management's most dynamic challenges. That's www.irem.org.